Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Ladies and gentlemen, they all know each other. All of these people trying to take down the president all know each other. They're all connected. The deep state thing is real. You call it a conspiracy theory all you want. They all know each other. And most importantly, they all have something to hide. More on this today in the Dan Bongino Show. Don't go anywhere. I've got more explosive connections. Exposed, no less, by the Washington Post in 2018, who will probably not cover this story now because now it'll impact their new superhero, John Bolton. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? Fine, sir. Well, greetings from the Pontiac capital of America, Pasadena, Maryland. Pasadena, Maryland. I had a Pontiac once to be a six Trans Am great car. Dude. Uh, Got rid of it when I met Paula. My friend told me, if you don't have a, mm, a set on you, you oh. buy a faster car. I went and bought a faster car, a Corvette, which then someone crashed into. I nah. sold it when I met Paula. Lady crashed. I watched her crash into yeah. it. True. She then <laughs> fled the scene, ran in her house, and said she was having, let's say, intestinal problems. Paula and I still tell that story to this day. True story. Yes. Explosive story today. Right. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Robin Hood. Ladies and gentlemen, what better time to start preparing for 2040? Then now in 2020, that's right. Your financial future matters. And what better place to start than with our friends at Robinhood? I love Robinhood. It's super easy to use. It helps me tremendously with investing, investing for my future and my family's future. With Robinhood, you can invest in the markets and earn interest with a competitive APY and uninvested cash. They make it easy to get started. You can learn as you grow with an intuitive app experience and no commission fees on trades. Stock prices don't have to hold you back. You can buy a piece of a company you love for as little as a dollar. Build your portfolio a little bit at a time. Buy one share, a half a share, three and a quarter share. It's totally up to you, your budget, and your goals. Your first stock is on the house when you set up your account with Robinhood. Go to bongino.robinhood.com. That's bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O.robinhood.com to learn more and claim your free stock. The annual percentage yield APY and uninvested cash is paid by program banks and is variable. Robinhood Financial is not a bank. The free stock offer is subject to terms and conditions. All investments involve risk. Other fees may apply. Visit rbnhd.co slash fees for more information. Robinhood, check them out, folks. All right, Joe, let's go. Here we go. Ding, ding. So back in 2018, the Washington Post, you know, democracy dies in the darkness, did this story, an investigative story. That's back, Joe, that's back when the Washington Post didn't like John Bolton. Now they love John Bolton because John Bolton is claiming, snaking everyone, by the way, total snake right now. John Bolton is claiming, I got information about a quid pro quo with the Ukraine and the president, with Ukraine and the president that couldn't have happened because there's no quo. There's no victim. The Ukrainians have never said there's a quid pro quo. You can't be pressured into doing something for something quid pro quo in latin if the ukrainians don't know they're being pressured to do something kind of hard to do that yep but back in 2018 remember i told folks remember what i told you everybody in the scheme to take down trump knows each other and they all have something to hide So we find out from the Washington Post back from David Fahrenholt, again, when they hated John Bolton in 2018. Democracy Mm. dies in the darkness, Joe. Yes, it does. That John Bolton was paid $115,000 to participate in two panels sponsored by the foundation of a Ukrainian steel magnate. Oh, Johnny no B. way (laughs) that 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 no way, Joe. Can't be. There is no way. That the guy Can't be. who paid John Bolton these 150, a nice speaking fee, by the way. I, 
disclosure, I have taken speaking fees. People offered me money to speak. I'm a capitalist. Love it. Yeah, baby. I have never gotten $115,000. That's a lot of dough. There's no way that this Ukrainian who paid John Bolton to speak could possibly be Victor Pinchuk, right? No. It's it's not possible. It isn't. No, of course not. Because we know Victor Pinchuk has... yeah, it's, it's not possible, Joe. We know Pinchuk has ties to the Clinton Foundation, yeah. needed Hillary Clinton yeah. um, because of his company. He was involved in selling equipment to the Iranians that may have been, uh, should have been sanctioned, the State Department. There's no way the Clintons ran away from this guy, the same guy who's on the Atlanta Council. That can't possibly be the same guy, right? Yeah. Let's just check the Washington what? Post piece. Bolton's appearances at the Kiev event and at another event in Munich this February we're paid for by the Victor Pinchuk Foundation. Say what? Holy <laughs> Moses. According to a financial disclosure form released Monday <laughs> by the White House. Of course, this Monday is from 2018. Wow. Wow. How's that? I don't know, Dan. Jeez. Joe, listen, you need to stop the nonsense here. The swamp is not Dude. real, Joe. The deep state's all a fake. Stop telling people that. It's all a hoax, Joe. I Me and up. you are crazy, I right? I give up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> folks, these people all know each other. This is now the Democrats. They want their star witness in the impeachment thing. They want this witness so bad. They want Bolton because Bolton allegedly, keep in mind, nobody's seen the manuscript of this book, allegedly wrote in his book that Donald Trump told him that these investigations he was demanding into the Biden corruption in Ukraine was tied to aid. A deal he pressured the Ukrainians into allegedly even though the Ukrainians say otherwise. Now they love this guy, the Democrats. And now we find that I guarantee you, you won't see a follow-up story from anyone about Bolton taking a massive speaking fee from Pincha because that would hurt their new superhero, John Bolton, who they hated. Let's do a little background on Pinchuk. Those of you regular viewers of the show know Pinchuk is a key figure figure in the Spygate thing. That can't be either. How's that? Hmm. I thought these were separate scandals, Joe. Spygate, the collusion hoax, the Ukraine hoax, the impeachment hoax. If you've been listening for the past few days, of course you know none of these are separate scandals. It is all one continuous line of scandals from the first day the president won the election, before he won the election, actually, when they were spying on him, to now. It's the same people involved in all of this and they all have something to hide and the only way to hide it is to get president trump out of office by trotting out scandal after scandal after scandal after scandal so pinchuk is tied to bolton through these really generous speaking fees hundred fifteen thousand dollars that's really nice we just find that out today who else was pinchuk tied to well Pinchuk just happens to be a member of the Atlantic Council. You know, Atlantic Council, that non-governmental oh, yeah, organization yeah. that has all these ex- you heard of them before, right, I Joe, sure on the show? Have. All the swamp rats, all these deep state swamp rats go over after they leave office to work for the Here's a screenshot of my phone, AtlanticCouncil.org. Look who sits on the board there. Whoa, Mr. V- Mr. Victor Pinchuk. I was going to say Victor Victor Pinchuk. Because I got that. So Victor Victor Pinchuk sits on the board of the Atlantic. I have a screenshot of my actual phone. By the way, there aren't just four board members. There are many in the interest of full disclosure. I just, in the interest of fitting that on my screen for our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Bongino, I took a screenshot of my phone. But now we know Victor Pinchuk sits on the Atlantic Council. We know Pinchuk has paid John Bolton generous amounts of money to speak at his organization. Crazy how that happens. The Atlantic Council. 
Okay, so we got this guy, Pinchuk, who knows Bolton. He's associated with the Atlanta Council, which is, by the way, populated deeply, Joe, deeply with a bunch of deep staters, former government officials who all seem to be doing pretty well cavorting with each other. Mm -hmm. Who else did the Atlanta Council partner up with? That's partnered with Pinchuk, who was paying Bolton. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, the takeaway, these people all know each other. It is one big, oh, I want to say this so bad, but it's a family-friendly show. Let's call it a one big circle pat. Whether you're in a circle and you're patting each other on the back. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Paul and, <laughs> how do you know that? Paul just goes, I, I, I know where you're going with that. They're all patting each other on the back. In the I circle. hear you. That's me getting patted on the back right now. <laughs> stop. <laughs> all right. You guys can stop it. Just cut it out. That was so good. What? <laughs> I'm uh, getting a little. All right. Back to the. Back to the serious portion of the show. Our comedy break is over. Here's a Wall Street Journal article about who else the Atlanta Council is partnered up with. <laughs> Wall Street Journal. Ukraine company's campaign to burnish its image is stretched beyond Hunter Biden. So we know a Ukraine, keep that up for a second. We know a Ukrainian company connected to Hunter Biden is trying to polish up its image. So they did what? Who's that company number one? Oh, it's Burisma oh. that hired Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's kid. And we know they hired well-connected operatives in Washington to help persuade Ukrainian prosecutors to drop the criminal case against it. That article goes on to describe who else they partnered up with, which is the Atlantic Council. Oh. Shocker. So now... Victor Pinchuk, very wealthy guy worth millions, Ukrainian. We know he's associated with the Clintons. I'll get to that in a second. We know the Clintons ran away from him because I, why? They right. have something to hide. Yeah. We know Pinchuk funds the Atlanta Council. We know the Atlanta, he sits on the board there too. We know the Atlanta Council is partnered up with Burisma, the company that hired Joe Biden's kid. And now we know the same Pinchuk funding all of this has also paid our buddy John Bolton. Wow. Crazy how these people all seem to know each other. Now, showing you again, what do we, I told you everybody knows each other. They all have something to hide. The question you should be asking now, okay, Dan, I think you laid out how these people know each other, Bolton, Pinchuk, Pinchuk, Atlantic Council, Atlantic Council, Burisma, Burisma, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, Joe Biden. Okay. So what? What are they hiding? Well, let's start here with a piece we use often from the Washington Examiner by Sarah Westwood. This will be up in the show notes again. It's older. This is from 2016. We use it a lot, though. And it is worth your time. If you want to read the notes associated with the show and the articles, go to Bongito.com slash newsletter. Subscribe to our email list. I will email you these articles every day. If you haven't read this article yet, we bring it up often on the show. Uh, please do. It is extremely important. Headline. Emails show Clinton denied, then met with a Ukrainian donor. This can't possibly, Joe, be the same Ukrainian who paid John Bolton for the speeches, right? Mm -hmm. that, that would be crazy time. Yeah. So let's go into the Washington Examiner piece and take away, here's portion number one of the piece. Emails made public on Tuesday, again, this is an older article, show a Ukrainian businessman and major Clinton Foundation donor 
was invited to Hillary's home during the final year of her diplomatic tenure. Despite her spokesman's insistence in 2014 that this Ukrainian donor never crossed paths with Clinton. Wow. While she was serving as secretary of state. What are they hiding here? Who is this donor? No way. Victor Pinchuk, the same guy who paid Bolton. How is that? Victor Pinchuk, who was given up to $25 million to the Clinton Foundation. 25. Am I reading it, Paul? Am I reading that right? Does that say 25? That does say Victor Pinchuk, who was given up to $25 million to the Clinton Foundation. Crazy how Bolton, too. This is just nuts. Mm. Appeared on a guest list that was sent between these Clinton staffers, Huma Abedin. Uh, and so his name appears in this. And Abedin noted in a subsequent email that the gathering would be hosted in Clinton's home, where Pinchuk is invited. This is where it gets good. Amid scrutiny of Clinton's ties to Pinchuk in 2014, I'll explain to you why in a second, the Democratic nominee's spokesman, Nick Merrill, said Pinchuk had never met with Clinton during that time. He told the New York Times that the Ukrainian businessman was never on her schedule. Ladies and gentlemen, that's despite the fact that we have the emails showing that he was invited to her house. Her house. House. Not office. Not to have coffee at the local Potbellies or Starbucks. Her house. Not Old Ebbets Grill. This guy got invited to the house. But for some reason, Joe, the Clinton spokespeople are like, no, no, we don't know this guy. Reminds me of that famous Mariah Carey gif when she's asked about, was it J-Lo? And the gif, you ever see it? I don't know her. I don't know. Remember that one? I love that one. It was meant to be a diss. This isn't meant to be a diss. This is meant to be a footprint, sand, cover your footprints. But what were they covering? Pinchuk, who pays Bolton, who sits on the Atlantic Council, who partners up with Burisma, who hires Biden's kid. All of these people know each other. They know Clinton, too. Apparently knew her when she was at the State Department and needed something. What? Did they need? Well, let's go a little further down in the Washington Examiner article, and you'll find out this little gem that Pinchuk had a company, this Ukrainian uh, gentleman, millionaire. It was a manufacturing firm, Joe, called Interpipe. Interpipe? What happened with Interpipe? And why would they need the Clintons? Well, Interpipe came under fire last year after it was accused of shipping oil to Iran in violation of international sanctions in 2012. Pinchuk's access to Clinton is yet another example of a foundation donor who may have found favor with their State Department team. Remember that story? Pinchuk's company, Interpipe, was under scrutiny by the State Department for possibly violating sanctions against Iran and sending them equipment over a million dollars and, and uh, products that they, should, that they shouldn't have? Yes, I do. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Remember what I've told you over and over again. And I got more coming up on this in a minute with Flynn and they, you Please, the takeaway from the last two weeks of shows, impeachment, fake whistleblower gate, spy gate, Mueller gate, these scandals, fake, they're fake scandals, are all being run by the same network of people whose names appear over and over and over again. Pinchuk, Ukraine, Spygate, Atlantic Council, people involved in Spygate, Evelyn Farkas going to work for the Atlantic Council, sponsored by Pinchuk, 
It is all an effort by these people who have been involved. And, and to be fair, ladies and gentlemen, the efforts to influence U.S. policymakers through lofty speaking fees, appointments to boards, is not a Democrat-only thing. Republicans have done this too. Mm-hmm. But the purpose of this week of shows is to show you that this is not a conspiracy theory. We can question the motives. You can, rightfully so, it's fair for you to say, well, Dan, that doesn't prove, you know, Pinchuk was bribing Bolton. I didn't say that. I did not say that. I can't get in Bolton's head. I don't know why Bolton did what he did and sold out the president. I have no idea. My suggestion here is not that he was bribed. I'm simply telling you that these people are all connected to each other. Money changes hands. Position changes hands. Favors change hands. Biden's kid getting appointed. Bolton getting speaking fees. Pinchuk getting an invite to Clinton's house. The Clinton Foundation getting $25 million. Ladies and gentlemen, the motives portion of this is up to you to figure out. I'm simply telling you that in a normal media environment that was interested in finding a possible motive, one of the first things you would do, Joe, in finding a motive is do what? Follow the money. Right. And outside of this show and some Twitter warriors, and I mean that as a, as a, as a pat on the, a legit pat on the back, people have done amazing work. Nobody's doing that. Because when you follow the money, Joe, this is what you find. Now, it gets worse. Here's a video that's now surfaced of John Bolton, who, again, is claiming that this call with the president, you know, this is disturbing or supposedly. No one's seen the manuscript, but it's out there that Bolton supposedly in the manuscript. I have not seen it. Neither has anyone else. That the president linked this Ukrainian aid to investigations into the Bidens. That's supposedly in Bolton's book. I'm until I see the book myself. I'm not all I'm telling you is Bolton. The damage Bolton did is immeasurable, regardless of what's in the book. Because Bolton's been playing this fancy pants game for weeks now. I've got information. I've got information. Buy my book. Buy my book. And because of that, what happened, Joe? The Democrats using him like the tool he's become Mm -hmm. are like, you got information? We need to call witnesses. Just say it, man. Speak out if you got something to say, you snake. Speak up. Yep. Well, Joe, he did speak up Mm -hmm. in an interview he gave to, was it Radio Free Europe? And in this interview, he addresses the call between President Trump and the Ukrainian president where the fake whistleblower alleges this illicit deal. Investigations on Biden for military aid happened, although we have the transcript and it didn't happen. It's a fake charge. But Bolton, Joe, who seemed really concerned, according to leaks of his manuscript, right? Yeah. About a quid pro quo that never happened. Mm-hmm. Clearly, in this interview about the call to Radio Free Europe, he's going to express his concerns, right, Joe? He's uh, going to yeah. say the call was devastating. This was terrible, right? Joe, I would think I, so. It yeah. has to be, right? Because yeah. he's a man of integrity, right? Yeah, that's right. Clearly, he must have said that. Well, listen to how he characterizes the call in this interview. And we'll pick this apart. We go. It's not exactly what Bolton says it is now. Check this out. We'll be meeting President Zelensky. Uh, He and President Trump have already spoken twice. Uh, uh, President called to congratulate President Zelensky on his election and then on his success in the parliamentary election. They were very warm and cordial calls. Uh, We're hoping that 
uh, they'll be able to meet in Warsaw and have a few minutes together uh, because the success of Ukraine uh, maintaining its freedom, uh, its system of representative government, uh, a free market economy free of corruption, uh, and dealing with the problems of the Donbass and the Crimea are uh, high priorities here, obviously, but high priorities for the United States as well. Hmm. So why did you, you, you edited that? No, it didn't. Come on, man. You're letting me down. No, I, it's I, I didn't. good work. You screwed up. No. You you cut out the part. What part? I don't know why. Joe, are you being paid by the Atlantic Council or Victor Pinchuk? Uh, you clearly edited the no, part man. out where Bolton <laughs> expresses his deep concern about the quid pro quo and investigations in a Why did you do that? Uh, for the Paul, money, Dan. We need a new producer. Get rid of this. Uh, she <laughs> runs Bungie. You know, fire him today. <laughs> Clearly, Joe's. I'm, I'm messing with you, obviously. That <laughs> Joe did not edit that. There's Bolton nope. expressing no concerns whatsoever. Matter of fact, Joe, he characterizes the call as a warm call. Yes. It was warm. These two really love each other. Friendly. Yeah. These two were sitting there having hot cocoa, yes. roasting s'mores in front of the fire. Sounds Where's good. the line about how his deep concern? Oh, there was none. Oh. He, ladies and gentlemen, this guy is a fraud. He has sold this out. I'm sorry. And let me just address one more thing that is clown loser at Mediaite who rides my back. I was going to say something else for clicks, but you know what I mean. This Aiden McLaughlin loser. This guy knows my name generates clicks, so he's got to pay his mommy to rent. So yeah. he wrote this piece. Dan Bongino, flip-flops, says Bolton was loyal and now is a snake. Are you a moron? That's the definition of a snake. A guy who was previously loyal who sells you out. Like, yeah. only media wouldn't figure this out. That's their expose. If Joe was loyal to me tomorrow and then turns around and leaves me to go work for the Joe Rogan podcast, I'd be like, Joe, you snaked me. But he would yeah, do that because we love each other. <laughs> Joe's great. My guy. Love this guy. That's the definition of a snake. So Bolton sells us out after having been somewhat loyal, at least if it was to the establishment, if not. But I don't agree with the guy's approach here. Like I said, the guy wants to start wars everywhere. Yeah. But that's the definition of a snake. Of course, Aiden McLaughlin, who has the IQ of a shoelace, uh, can't figure that out. <laughs> the guy rides my name for it. It's amazing. <laughs> He knows if he puts my name in an argument, it's the only way I'll get attention. He can pay his mom of the rent. <laughs> joke. Now, yeah. again, what's the headline in this segment? <laughs> I don't know where I got that. I don't even have. Well, I like it. Can you see it? Can you see my? I got. I don't even have sneakers on. I have a. What are these? Uh, Olakai's? Yeah, it's Florida. It's the official football. There. We go. Here. Can you see that? Look, in front. Look, it's creeping. You see near that thing moving? That's my foot right there. Paula Paula switched to the camera angle, too, and my, my daughter's Pandora mug she bought me. I love it. By the way, my daughter <laughs> passed her driving test yesterday. Big collective round All of right. applause from the Dan Bongino show. I like that side view. It shows my broken nose pretty bad. My nose has been smashed. Did you know? Do you notice how it creeps in one uh, direction? No, never noticed that. that no. I, yeah, look, look, it goes, it goes that way. Well, actually, I'm pointing. It goes the other way. Everything's reversed in the in the yeah. teleprompter. You look at it now. You'll watch me on YouTube, and you'll be like, "Man, his nose does creep." I got it smashed sparring with my brother practicing a. He was training for an MMA fight. We never did, so he smashed my nose in. All right, well, I want to wrap this up. Remember, the takeaway, all these people know each other. There are financial interests at stake, and they all have something to hide. 
Pinchuk trying to leverage Clinton connections, had some problems with sanctions, selling stuff to Iran. He's paying Bolton, financing the Atlantic Council. Deep Staters going to work for the Atlantic Council. Atlantic Council partnering with Burisma. Burisma hiring Biden. Wouldn't it be crazy, Joe? Now, this is nuts. So prepare. Because even as the audience referee slash ombudsman, yeah. right? I know this would be really, you might even have a hard time with this one, but let me just pose this as a question. Paul, I'll throw you in this one too. Okay, dokes. We need a three shot with Paul in it. Forget we have two shots. We need yeah. a three shot back there. Wouldn't it be crazy if there was some kind of international election integrity thing aboard? Election integrity. Keep in mind, after the Obama administration, Obama-Biden administration, basically threw the election under the bus by working with Hillary Clinton to work with foreigners in the UK and elsewhere to use other foreign sources to impact the election. How crazy would it be if there was a transatlantic election commission, right? Mm -hmm. And on that transatlantic globalist election commission about election integrity, how nuts would it be if Joe Biden and Victor Pinchuk who funds the Atlanta Council, who partnered with Burisma, who hired Biden's kid. Joe, how nuts would it be if they sat on an election integrity commission? No, despite the fact they knowingly, Biden and their team, the Obama yeah. administration, knowingly did things that impacted the 2016 election. Joe, would yeah. that be crazy? Yeah, it'd be, it'd be crazy, frightening. Yeah, it'd be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, yes. Hat uh -huh. tip 279 or of course, Always on the ball on this one. Let's look at this little bad boy here. So this was sent to me the other day. I've had a tough time getting it out because we got so much stuff going on. The Alliance of Democracies has a transatlantic commission on election integrity. <laughs> look who sits on it. This is crazy. Look who's at the top. Oh, Joe Biden, vice president is. of the United States. Look who's at the bottom there. Crazy Victor Pinchuk. No, that can't be. That can't possibly be. Clearly, Paula doctored this. Of course she didn't. That's the website. Check it out yourself. Alliance for Democracies. <laughs> you can't make this up, folks. Right? Isn't this incredible? They all know each other. Let me throw in a couple more points. Don't worry, Paula. You get a break. Break from it. Because whenever I say points, she's always looking for a screenshot I sent her. So I know this one's, this one's a freebie. Another point about Bolton and his ridiculous snakery. The National Security Council sent a letter the third week of January to Bolton saying, hey, daddy-o, your book is NG, man, no good. There's national security information in there. Joe, what happens three days after Bolton's team gets that letter? Hmm. Oh, a leak about what's in the book. Convenient, isn't it? Was yeah. that Bolton? Did Bolton's team have anything to do with that? Did the National Security Council, uh, people who reviewed the book, did they leak it? Did someone leak that realizing the national security information would be pulled out of the book and it wouldn't damage Trump? So there was a rush to get it out to the press? I don't know. I'm just asking. Was the Bolton team panicked? Hey, we're not going to get this book out. The impeachment trial's going on. I don't know. I'm just asking. Somebody leaked it. The National Security Council people, which leaks like a sieve, 
The National Security Council now, I'm sure there's a lot of patriots on there, but there are a select group of people who sat on the National Security Council, including the fake whistleblower, who are committed to the destruction of this country. As long as President Trump's in charge. Then when he's out, they'll, then they'll be back to doing national security stuff again. They're, in, they're committed to national insecurity. It's the NIC, the National Insecurity Council under President Trump. Did they leak it? Realizing that, oh my gosh, a legal review. They might pull this book and this book damages Trump. We can't have that. Leak it to the press quick. I don't know. I'm just asking. Somebody leaked it. I was asked yesterday on email to sum this up again as well. Gentleman email me and say, Dan, okay, it's all going on. Now, Bolton, he may want him as a witness. Uh, you said these three things about, I said it last night on, on uh, Ingram's show as well, debating Chris Hahn. You know what? Maybe we should bring that up later too. What do you think, Paula? I want some feedback on this because the show's for you. <laughs> but I was on Ingram last night. A gentleman emailed me and said, I said, I made this point. And I'll make it again. Ladies and gentlemen, three things will never change. It doesn't matter what witness they bring forward, Bolton or anyone else. Stop getting into this Bolton. I'm only telling you how Bolton knows all these people to show you that this guy's not pure or hard either. He's got connections that are questionable. But it doesn't matter. There are no witnesses in this case, Joe, in the impeachment, because there's no crime. Right. You can't have a witness to an armed robbery with no victim. There are, I got a witness. Joe Armacost was robbed. Joe, were you robbed? No. No. What do you mean I was robbed? Joe, they said you were robbed in the streets of Maryland. Dan, I was in California all week. Nice. I got a witness. Joe's not a witness. He's the alleged victim. It doesn't matter what Bolton said. These three things will never change. Write them down and memorize them. They will never change. One, the aid to Ukraine that the Democrats allege was made conditional was delivered before the deadline. It was delivered before the deadline. There was no law violated. The Ukrainian aid Congress allocated, the Trump team released before the September 30th deadline. That's just a fact. The aid was a quid pro quo. Really? Because point number two, fact number two. Number one, aid delivered. Number two, memorize these, please. There's no victim. There's no victim. The president cannot be impeached for a high crime or misdemeanor that didn't happen. Oh, surely there's a victim. The liberals will say the American people are the victim. That's a cop out. That's not what the liberals are saying. They're arguing here that the Ukrainians were pressured. Well, Joe, that would make the Ukrainians a victim, which would mean the Ukrainians at some point would have to claim they're a victim. The Ukrainians are not saying that. Right. There are no, <laughs> no victims. Right. Therefore, there's no crime. Now, someone emailed me and said the counter argument to that is, well, the Ukrainians just feel really bad and they're being nice to Trump. Ladies and gentlemen, that's not the way the legal system works. If you don't want to file charges against someone, they can't make you do that. If you say, I don't want to file charges against Joe for whatever, stealing my lunch money. Mm -hmm. And it's ever, no, he stole the lunch money. No way. And I keep saying, no, he didn't. You can't make me do it. For some reason, the Ukrainians are either not victims 
or you're claiming they're victims and the Ukrainians don't want anything to do with you claiming they're victims. Either way, you lose. There are no victims. Finally, as we always do, the Democrat corruption in Ukraine is real. Politico. January 11, 2017. Ukrainian efforts to sabotage Trump backfire. It's not Bongino.com. That's left-leaning Politico that did an extensive expose of Ukrainians working with Democrat operatives to sabotage Trump. No one's retracted that story to this day. Why? Because it's real. One final point before I get to my next sponsor. What Jerry Nadler and Adam Schiff did yesterday in the Senate trial, ladies and gentlemen, you would be thrown out of court and the, uh, the, case, the charges against uh, the, the defendant would be dismissed immediately. What did they do? I've got a lot of experience in city court, state court, and federal court in my prior line of work. If I walk into court and I'm trying a counterfeit case against Joe, say uh, that's what we did in the Secret Service. It's the only reason I bring that up, counterfeit money. Right. And I'm on the stand. And lawyers start bringing up alternate charges against Joe, kidnapping, uh, extortion, bribery. Everybody's like, the judge would throw that out in a heartbeat. Absolutely. In a heartbeat. Joe wasn't charged with that. He was charged with right. counterfeiting. Poor Joe. It's all right. The judge would throw you out of court in a minute and declare a mistrial. You're not allowed to make random accusations in court of crimes you're not charging people with. What did Nadler and Sleazeball Shift do yesterday? They got up there and started alleging the president was guilty of bribery and extortion. And then when they got caught, did you catch this yesterday? If you didn't, this was a gem. When they got caught by the president's legal team and said, wait, 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 wait. Your articles of impeachment, in other words, your charges against the president don't include bribery or extortion at all. How dare you bring that up in this chamber? Nadler lied because Democrats always lie because they're sleazy. That's what they do. What did he do? He went up there, Joe, and said, no, no, no. I can cite four times in the articles that bribery is mentioned. Now, Joe, put your referee hat on because you're saying, okay, Dan, Nadler won. Nadler's saying uh, bribery is mentioned in the charges, the articles of impeachment, otherwise known as the charges in an impeachment trial. No, right? No, 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 no. No, no. Bribery was not mentioned. Bribery was quoted four times when they quote the Constitution. Impeachment for bribery, treason, high crimes or misdemeanors. You get it? Yeah, yeah. You get how these, does that make sense? They're always lying to you. Slick. Listen, Slick. I'll give you credit, Slick. Jerry Nadler, Slick Jerry. I don't think anybody's ever associated Slick with Jerry Nadler, by the way. But whatevs, Slick move, but we caught you. That's exactly what you did. You would have been thrown out of court immediately, and you know it. But you sleazeballs had to come back when you got busted. Wait, wait, you can't mention bribery. is not in the articles of impeachment. That was never an allegation. Oh, no, no, it's in there. Yeah, it's in there quoting the Constitution, you dope. They think we're too stupid to figure that out. All right, I got more. Iran deal, Mike Flynn, Iran, Pinchuk, 
Pinchuk needs favors, selling stuff to Iran from Clinton. They all know each other. They all got something to hide. Flynn didn't like the Iran deal. What's going on about Flynn? Why was he a target? We'll get to that next. Um, you know what? Before I get to the end, oh, quick, Paulo, kill me if I don't say this. Uh, we do have an interview show coming up next week, not this week. And I love your feedback. I think it's important. I want to do this. You know, I debate liberal Chris Hahn on Ingram's show all the time. We throw bombs at each other on the air. You know, Chris's ideas, I think, are crazy. But folks, I'm not going to do a lot of this. I don't like doing a lot of liberals ever on my show for any reason. But I think it's important that we do an interview show with someone from the other side. And we let's hear what they have to say. I have the reason I'm doing it so you're clear, because I know I'm going to get some feedback. It's negative. Stop having these liberals. I don't. I've only had one. It's going to be Chris. But I think it's important. I think it'll sharpen up and polish up our debating skills before the next election to hear what the other side has to say. Love to hear your feedback on it. I promise they're going to be fireworks. It's coming up next week. That'll be a good, it'll be long form too, so we won't be get cut off by commercials. So I'd love to hear your feedback on that. Okay, today's show also brought to you by our buddies at GenuCell. Hey, the latest trend in skincare is instant results. Introducing the brand new GenuCell RH from Chamonix. GenuCell RH delivers next generation retinol anti-aging effects with zero redness or irritation. It's important. Plus the RH complex provides hyaluronic acid crucial for superior retinol effects. Here's Susan from Tom's River, New Jersey. The GenuCell RH is a game changer. Bags under my eyes are history and it feels so soft and luxurious. I even use it for redness on my left cheek and my laugh lines. Thank you, Chamonix. Home run. The new GenuCell RH is leading the industry once again. It makes bags, puffiness, and hyperpigmentation, even redness, a thing of the past. And for a limited time, it's free when you order GenuCell's jawline treatment. And for results in 12 hours or less, got a hot date, whatever, you got to go on TV. The GenuCell immediate effects is also free with your order. Go to GenuCell.com, that's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com, and enter DAN30, D-A-N-3-0 at checkout for the special deal. Order the jawline treatment now and get the new GenuCell RH and the GenuCell immediate effects absolutely free. Call or go online now. Go to GenuCell.com, enter DAN30 at checkout, DAN30, that's GenuCell.com, GenuCell.com. Check it out. It's good stuff. Okay, excuse me, my allergies are still going wild. Okay, so what, what do you, you got something to say over there, Polita? Oh, no, it's not. She keeps telling me I'm sick. I refuse to believe that. I am not sick. It is allergies. I am not contagious. You'd be sick already. <laughs> Message received. <laughs> so, what? It's family friend. Kids aren't going to get that. Don't worry. It's good. We're trying to keep it safer. It's PG-13, all right? I didn't Maybe know you could get an allergy PG-13. like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Back to the show. There we go. Everybody knows everybody in the Spygate, Impeachment Gate, Mueller Gate, Ukraine Gate, Fake Whistleblower Gate. They all know each other, and they all have something to hide. I told you what Pinchuk has to hide there, and Hillary Clinton has to hide there, too. So, you know, you pay for influence, and you hope stuff just goes away. Well, yesterday, a bombshell from the Lieutenant General, Mike Flinch. And I know, um, you know, we can overuse that term and forgive me, but this was really very significant. Now, of course, it was downplayed by the media, and that's why it doesn't feel like a bombshell, but it was. Um, So what happened? Well, Flynn pulled his plea yesterday, Mike Flynn, Lieutenant General Flynn, to his lawyer, the excellent Sidney Powell, who we really should get on the show, too. 
pulled their plea and Mike Flynn, in an impassioned statement to the court through his lawyer, Sidney Powell, basically invoked God and said, listen, I, I swear on my name here, on everything I believe in, that I did not commit this crime. I did not lie. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a powerful, powerful brief. Now, before I get to the Fox News piece, again, everybody in this case, this now we're moving on to the targeting of Mike Flynn, who hated the Iran deal that Obama supported. And keep this in mind, because I'm going to play a video at the end of Nancy Pelosi, and this will make more sense. Mike Flynn had some serious reservations as an intelligence professional heading the DIA under the Obama administration. He had serious reservations about Obama's signature foreign policy proposal, the Iran deal. And he had very serious reservations about the direction of the intelligence community, which, ladies and gentlemen, Mike Flynn felt was falling under the spell of politics and not doing intelligence anymore which made Mike Flynn public enemy numero uno. So the same cabal that targeted President Trump and Spygate, the same State Department run by Hillary Clinton that was uh, uh, being trying to be influenced apparently at one point by Pinchuk, who had sold some stuff to Iran while Flynn didn't like the Iran deal, right? <clears throat> Remember this email from yesterday's show? This is an email from Kathleen Kavalek, yes, the woman from the State Department who interviewed Christopher Steele, who produced the fake dossier on Donald Trump. This is Flynn sending an email to Stephanie Holmes, Holmes, about Flynn. Oh, man, look at this. Washington Post, Flynn, check this out. Who was that? Well, if you listen to yesterday's show, you know Stephanie Holmes is the wife of David Holmes. Yeah, David Holmes. Remember that guy who the, the impeachment uh, the impeachment hearings on the House side yeah, that was guy. one of the Democrat witnesses? Another guy, like Bolton, allegedly, in his book, said there was a quid pro quo. So Holmes and Bolton now, we know we're saying the same thing. That's crazy. Allegedly. I've not seen the manuscript. We'll see. So the wife of a guy who disingenuously came out as a Democrat witness, while working again under the Trump administration, said there was a quid pro quo that nobody can prove. Nobody has any firsthand evidence of, and the Ukrainians won't even back up their story. His wife is on an email chain with a woman from the State Department who seems to be targeting or very interested in Mike Flynn and who's also interviewing Christopher Steele who's targeting Donald Trump. It's all here. It's all here right in front of your eyes. So here's a Fox News piece, which will be in the show notes today. I encourage you to read. Flynn pulls his plea yesterday. Good job. Michael Flynn takes on egregious FBI misconduct, little-known FBI agent in a guilty plea withdrawal. Greg Ree takes on this FBI agent, too. Who's that? Well, we'll get to that in a minute. Let's get back to Kavalek for a minute. So we got this Kathleen Kavalek at the State Department who's emailing the wife of one of the main witnesses in the impeachment hoax emailing about Flynn, Flynn, impeachment, Ukraine. The State Department person emailing the wife of the witness against Trump in the impeachment uh, trial is also interview interviewing Steele, who produces the fake dossier in Spygate. Crazy. This is crazy talk again. 
Kathleen Kavalek, we know from the State Department, who's emailing this woman, met with Christopher Steele in October of 2016, just 10 days before the FBI got their first FISA warrant to spy on Donald Trump using Christopher Steele's information. How does this relate to the headline of the Fox News story that Flynn pulled his plea and is now going after one of the FBI agents involved in this? Stay tuned. Before we get to this now, I just want to produce this dossier that Christopher Steele produced. In, uh, on, and I want you to pay very close attention to the date. So Steele is talking to the State Department, who's talking to this lady, Holmes, married to this guy, David Holmes, in the National Security Council. She's talking to Steele. What is Steele doing? Well, Steele produces this dossier that Mike Flynn's name randomly shows up in. Why do I say randomly? Because if you read the dossier, produced on this very specific date, you'll notice there's something different about the way Mike Flynn's name appears. One, it appears in parentheses as if it was thrown in the last minute. This is a steel dossier. One dossier is a series of memos. And in this specific memo, Flynn's is the only name that's not capitalized, suggesting it was added at the last minute. <coughs> Excuse me. Notice it's the only name there, not capitalized. And it's thrown in in a paragraph. I'll read the line for you. This is from one of Steele's dossiers, one of his memos. Kremlin's engaging with several high-profile U.S. players, including Stein, Page, and former DIA director Mike Flynn. It's like thrown in there and funding their recent visits to Moscow. They were. We're going to debunk that soon in a minute, too. So Steele, seemingly at the last minute on August 10th, someone adds, I believe, into this dossier Flynn's name and forgets it doesn't match the format they've been using to put the other names in it. Granted, I am speculating a bit there, but it's awfully odd the way Flynn's name appears. Now, what's the date on this? Let's go to page two to this steel dossier. Oh, August 10, 2016. Crazy time. Crazy time. What else happens on August 10th of 2016? Well, we know now due to the IG report that something else interesting happened on August 10th of 2016. Let's go to the IG report and look at that because this is really, really Looney Tunes. It's like Bugs Bunny time. So we know that August 10, 2016, the FBI had assembled an investigative team and it opened up cases on Papadopoulos, Page, and Manafort on, on August 10th. And they wait six days later on August 16th, where then they open up a fourth case against Mike Flynn. Ladies and gentlemen, let me walk you through what probably happened here, okay? Mike Flynn is a target of the State Department because Mike Flynn hates the Iran deal. Mike Flynn is a target of the intelligence community. Why? Because Mike Flynn knows the intelligence community needs dramatic reforms. Mike Flynn has to be taken out. They don't have anything on Mike Flynn. So where do you go when you need information fabricated, Joe? You go to your buddy Christopher Steele, former intelligence guy in the United Kingdom, who, by the way, is connected to Halper and all these other people who are working with the U.S. government to generate fake information on Donald Trump. By August 10th, they don't have anything. Hey, can you produce another dossier? Just throw Flynn's name in there, too. He met with Russians and they paid for his trip. They did, because I'm going to show you a memo later that uh, had tipped Catherine Harridge that shows that the uh, they knew that that trip wasn't, in fact, illegitimate. But that doesn't matter. Steele threw it in there. So, of course, it's got to be true, despite the fact that what Steele says is almost never true. So the FBI says, well, 
you know, we, we don't want to say we opened up this investigation based on this foreign spies, fake information given to us on August 10th, as you see by the dossier date. So let's wait a few days. Let's open up on these other three guys first, Page, Papadopoulos, and Manafort. Let's wait six days, then open up on Flynn so it doesn't look like the dossier submission and on us, op- us opening up the case are, are tied together. And if we open up on the other three first, it'll make it look like they were the real targets and not Flynn. Right, right. Oh, mm. Take that sucker to the bank, cash that check, spend that money. Now, if the FBI was suspicious on August 10th because they got this information from Steele or the intelligence community, which passed it on, that Flynn was working with the Russians, then you would think at some point, Joe, the intelligence community and the FBI would have some information that Flynn actually did something wrong with the Russians. Yeah. Well, let's slowly debunk that slowly, but surely here's a Washington Post headline. Now, this is about the call later on when Flynn is the appointed national security advisor, but this is Democracy Dies in the Darkness, Washington Post, January 23rd, 2017. Headline, FBI reviewed Flynn's calls with the Russian ambassador, but found nothing illicit. Interesting, because he was charged with doing something illicit and lying about it on that call that someone leaked to the Washington Post. There was nothing wrong with. Wow, that's odd. Let's go back to that Fox News piece for a second. You don't have to put it up there. Thank you. The Fox News headline says, Mike Flynn yesterday is withdrawing his plea. Nice job. But that they're also going after the credibility of a very specific FBI agent central to Flynn's prosecution for a crime he didn't commit. Who is that person? Well, that person we now know, according to reporting by multiple media outlets, SSA-1, Senior Special Agent 1 in the IG report, is an agent by the name of Joe Pianca. There were allegations that Pianca, who interviewed Mike Flynn at the White House, remember he was charged with lying to the FBI in that interview? Remember the interview? Call me. I just sent a few guys over there because I thought I was really cool. Pianca interviewed Flynn in that interview with Peter Stroke. And there are allegations out there that Pianca was pressured to change his summary of that interview because when Pianca came out of that interview, they alleged that Flynn didn't lie to them, that he wasn't being deceptive. Kind of hard to charge someone with lying when you go back and tell the FBI that he wasn't lying. Was that edited? Was that summary? Is there a summary out there of the interview with Flynn? Remember, he's charged for lying in this interview by Pianca. Is there an edited version, a pre-edited version that indicates that they didn't think Flynn was lying? Where is it? Does Pianca know where it is? Where's Pianca? Well, nobody can seem to find Joe Pianca because he keeps disappearing because it appears the FBI is hiding, uh, hiding old Joe. Let's go to a tweet from our good buddy Technofog here, who we love. Technofog on Twitter put this out. I got a hat tip him because he always does great work. Sorry, I got stuff all over my desk here. You got that? Tweet? Technofog? At Technofog, FBI agent Joe Bianca, who lied to the FISA court and later interviewed Flynn, was promoted and moved to the San Francisco area after the FBI learned of serious problems in his FISA application. This is interesting. The San Francisco FBI field office has since scrubbed him from their site. You can see the screen grabs below on YouTube. He was on their site, Joe mm-hmm. Bianca. Then when they found out that people were going to start looking into Bianca, all of a sudden he disappears from the San Francisco site. Joe, they couldn't move Bianca far Jeff, enough right. away from D.C. <laughs> Where do we go? 
San Francisco. Do we, as I said to you last time, do we have a base on Jupiter? Maybe Neptune, the FBI resident agency on Neptune. Put Pianca there. Give him a space suit, an astronaut outfit. The field Let office. him do his thing. <laughs> Give him a little like lunar shuttle from one of the moons of Jupiter. How far from DC can we get Pianca? I got an idea. Let's send them to San Francisco, which unfortunately due to liberalism is like a planet yeah. in and of itself these days. A planet of human waste that's balled up into itself. Really, they've liberals have decimated that place, that once beautiful city. Get him over to San Francisco. And all of a sudden he disappears from the website too. Why? You mean the guy who interviewed Flynn may have written a summary of the interview indicating Flynn wasn't lying? That may have been edited to say otherwise? All of a sudden, the FBI needs to hide him? Well, Joe, maybe Pianco, again, who's SSA1 in the IG report, according to media outlets, maybe Pianca has other information, Joe, that Flynn was definitely working with the Russians, so we really had to go get him, you know? Maybe yeah. there's something else yeah. out there, Joe. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, let's check out IG report snippet number two. The FBI liaison informed SSA1, again, reported to be Pianca, and Case Agent 1 via email on November 18th that Kathleen Kavalek, there she goes again, had met with Christopher Steele. She took notes of their meeting that they obtained information from Kavalek about the meeting. Listen to this. And according to Kavalek, the information from Steele's reporting about a Russian consulate being located in Miami was inaccurate. <laughs> Do you understand what we're reading here? That the key FBI agent involved in the interview of Mike Flynn, the prosecuting of Mike Flynn in the Spygate case, was given information from the State Department that the guy they were using, Christopher Steele, for their sourcing to spy on Trump, that the guy they were using was full of that stuff I just referenced in San Francisco? Didn't stop Pianca, apparently. They kept on going. Now, you may say, clearly, they had some other information then. All right, Steele's information about Russia was probably BS, Kavalek told him. Joe, it's referenced in that August 10th dossier memo that Flynn had some uh, dinner he went to paid for by the Russians. <laughs> Excuse me. So that was clearly Flynn's effort to ingratiate himself to the Russians because he's shady, right? Hmm. Well, let's go to Sidney Powell's court filing yesterday and show you how that's total BS too. In other words, this whole thing about Flynn, again, the same cabal of idiots targeting Trump targeted Flynn because Flynn wanted to reform the intelligence community and hated the Iran deal. And they made the whole thing up. There was no Russian pretext in this meeting. Let's go to the hat tip. This is Catherine Herridge's notes, by the way. Catherine Herridge at CBS now has done a very good job. She has this hashtag, my highlighter, where she picks apart legal documents. These are her highlights. From Sidney Powell's legal filing. There's a footnote 11 in it. The innocence of Mr. Flynn's supposed, quote, Russian ties is thoroughly documented in reports of the DIA, which he headed, the Defense Intelligence Agency, which show the extent to which Mr. Flynn was working with the government 
just as Carter Page was. But this court has denied this exculpatory information to Mr. Flynn's defense. Amazing. So now we know Carter Page was working for the United States government to target Russian intel operatives, which the FBI used against him to suggest Page was working with Russian intel on his own interests. And now Mike Flynn, who told the DIA about a trip to Moscow and a dinner, reported it as exactly as he was supposed to. Matter of fact, was working with the government, probably to gather intel there on the Russians. That same meeting, just like Carter Page, is being used against him to paint him as some Russian stooge. And they knew it was fake from the start. Ladies and gentlemen, these people all know each other. The State Department is knee-deep in this. Knee-deep. Everybody knows everybody. Everybody has something to hide. All right. Paula, you were right. I owe you $10. Paula bet me 10 bucks. I would never get through all the content of the show today. Of course, she's always right. All right. We'll tune in tomorrow. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. We will end with this, though. This we won't forget. So I told you at the beginning with regards to the Mike Flynn segment. I said to you, Mike Flynn had some very serious suspicions about the intelligence community and what they were really up to. I.e. working behind the scenes like John Brennan to impugn the integrity of Donald Trump using a fake steel dossier that was then turned on Mike Flynn too. Listen to Nancy Pelosi from years ago. She had a warning about the intelligence community. Short. But sweet. Check this out. But I salute Senator Feinstein. I tell you, you take on the intelligence community. You're a person of courage. And she does not do that lightly. Kind of reminds you of the old Chucky Schumer quote, too, right? Remember that one? Chucko! Take on the intelligence community. They'll get back to you seven different ways from Sunday. How's that? By fabricating information, filtering it to the FBI about fake Russian ties between Russia and Mike Flynn and Carter Page and Donald Trump? Those same people then fabricating a Ukraine scandal, key Ukrainians involved in that, with money flowing back to them and the Clintons who had a political interest in furthering the Ukraine scandal? Gee, I don't know. All right, folks, thanks for tuning in. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Bongino. Trying to get the 400,000 subscribers. We're almost there. Thanks to your work. I really appreciate it. Subscriptions are all free, of course. There's no, uh, we don't ask any money from you, so we really appreciate that. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud and follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.